Welcome to Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie, Fright Night, one minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Leonard. This is minute four of Fright Night. It begins with screams from the TV set and ends with Charlie trying to get his hand up Amy's shirt. (laughs) We are now... In the bedroom of Charlie Brewster, we don't have to talk about Blood Castle anymore. Charlie Brewster, uh, by the way, uh, the script spelling uh, Charlie with an E-Y at the end, Len. What do, you, what do you have to say about that? I don't like it, and I'm going to have to ask Tom if we do speak to him what, what the hell he was thinking. Yeah, no offense to people that spell their name with an E-Y, or Charlie with an E-Y. No, but you're – Really, you're doing it wrong. It's an I-E or it's just nothing. <laughs> I mean, have you heard of Charlie Brown? So let's take a look at the Charlie Charlie's uh, bedroom. It looks nothing like his sister Punky's, but uh, <laughs> uh, it does look like Charlie's into some skiing. Yeah, I noticed ski poles, uh, and there's a skiing poster. Yeah. He likes cars. I couldn't figure out what kind of cars, and I was too lazy to. I'm not a car guy, so I was too lazy to sort of. If unless it's a hearse, I don't know what the hell it is. So I didn't oh, really. Oh, I do plan on uh, pulling out the old internet car database once we get to uh, Charlie's car because I do believe it is a uh, classic car um, yeah so he's a car guy he likes skiing he has a pair of nikes hanging from his bedpost by the laces because you know smell feet while you sleep is it a pair because when i was examining or is it just it's one just one one sneaker hanging from his bedpost by a lace i just why just do it um he's got a pretty you know standard 80s version of a like a sony stereo on his dresser next to his tv so he's he's doing all right yeah. i mean and he's got a coors beer neon sign on his wall uh, it, the bedspread's not one i ever remember as a kid no. you know we grew up in the 80s i, I don't you know sort of a blue blue and white stripe thing it mm-hmm. seemed you know a lot of a lot of movies in the 80s you see the bedspreads always star wars yeah. or whatever and uh yeah maybe charlie's just a little too old for that yeah, I don't know. I mean, a lot of these uh, 80s uh, flashback, I mean, I'm thinking particularly of uh, Stranger Things. You know, you go into a bedroom and they're just decorated with 80s stuff, you know, like a Thing poster or, or you know, a Max, Max Hedrum sign or something, you know. And this is just, you know, he's just got this, I don't know, he's into cars and skiing. It's kind of cool. It's, a, it's an average kind of crappy bedroom. He's got a desk facing a window and he's got a picture of Amy on it. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. I also noticed some sort of, I don't know if it's a mini pinball machine or on the floor. What is I can't that figure thing? out what the hell that is. What is that thing that's know. on the floor next to his bed? Somebody tell us. At the bottom of the, yeah, it's, I don't know what it is. And in future minutes, I have tried to just look at that closely. I don't know if it's a, like a game that's just on its side. Yeah, it looks like some sort of game. It's a pretty boring bedroom. First, I want to ask you, uh, do you remember what your teenage bedroom looked like? We're kids of the 80s, so I had a ton of action figures and a Nintendo and a lot of Legos, I remember. You know, I had a Lego pirate ship on my dresser. And then when I was 15, my tiny little bedroom, it's probably smaller than Charlie's, cram it with a bed that was too big for the room, a bunch of toys, and then a drum set. I had a drum kit right next to my bed for, for a few years. As an alarm clock? 
<laughs> yeah, for my parents. Do you remember what kind of like what your walls were dressed with? It would change. Probably went from posters you'd get in video games. Yeah. You know, Nintendo games come with posters. And, and then, which I'm way surprised my parents ever let me get away with. I did see a photo recently of the bedroom and it's it's that cheapy wood paneling. And there was a picture of a girl on a car. Where the hell? I, my parents are pretty strict. They let me watch horror movies, but, they, but sex was a no-no. Yeah. So... I don't know what the hell. I don't even know who the girl was. I didn't recognize the car either. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> I know. Uh, that was that was the thing. Uh, like, your parents are strict, but sometimes you're, like, surprised by the stuff that ends up on your walls. You look back at, at, at pictures. But uh, I remember uh, my room was, uh, I, I believe, when we moved into the house, uh, they just kind of kept the wallpaper in there, which was, like, little boys playing different kinds of sports. But... They decided to uh, wallpaper over that because it was falling apart. And maybe because I wasn't too much into sports, they decided that the wallpaper should be colorful houses and rainbows. <laughs> Which I was just <laughs> like, what are you trying to say here? But they're, they were very much sold. I'm like, oh, it looks so nice. And it, like, honestly, my room looked like the set of uh, Romper Room or something. It was even more childlike <laughs> than before. So it was my job to cover up all that wallpaper with like any poster that I could get my hands on. I covered the walls with posters from the local video store. Like you'd go down there and you'd get like, you're like, what posters do you have left? You know, and you get the free ones and any of the free ones that they have in movie theaters these days, they kind of wised up and they're like, yeah, we'll sell you movie posters now. Uh, but you know, they had hundreds of them. They get them for free. I, I remember specifically having like Kim Basinger as Vicki Vale as one of my posters. Uh, Shannon Doherty from 90210. She was, she was on my wall for a while. Alyssa Milano from who's the boss. Uh, I'm dating myself, but uh, most importantly, I have to mention there. There is a picture out there. I, I should track it down of me, you know, just this nerdy, overweight kid with a big baseball cap and big plastic glasses, just like sitting in front of like in front of a desk with a maybe like a TRS-80 or a Commodore or something. And behind me on the wall is this giant poster of the movie Stewardess School. And it's just these three buxom stewardesses riding on top of a model airplane, just looking like, ah, you know? <laughs> and uh, it's really funny. I, and I, I definitely went into that detail because, you know, as we're going through this minute, the credit for associate producer Jerry Berowitz pops up. And he was also the associate producer for Stewardess School. So it all links together. <laughs> it ties in, man. Speaking of bedrooms. What what was the coolest bedroom as a kid, like a friend's house? Do you, do you recall going into somebody's bedroom and being like, oh, my God, this is awesome? Oh, gosh. No, I honestly can't. Did, did you have a story? Because I don't really have, actually have one. I'll make it brief. I uh, Yes, a friend of mine, Andrew, when we were kids, I remember and his house was unassuming. He wasn't a rich kid by any means. He just had older parents and older brothers. He was a lot younger or brother. And, and they, you know, he had an allowance, you know, when we were in elementary school. I didn't get it. An allowance uh, until I was older, you know. And if I did, it was it was a small one. So he was a big GI Joe collector, and he went on to do great things in the military. So it was almost destined, uh -huh. right? Uh, I remember going to his bedroom, and his bedroom was pretty small and average. And he was like, "Oh, but come to the playroom." And right next door, we had to crouch down and go through this little like secret door, like being John Malkovich. Whoa. I'm not making this up. And it was like a annex of the attic, maybe. Uh -huh. And then it was this bright, sunny room that was big, and he had every goddamn G.I. Joe thing you can think of, including the aircraft carrier, everything. It was amazing. Mind-blowing. Uh, Mind-blowing. Yeah. 
I talked to Drew once in a while and asked him. He still he uh, he still collects and still has all that stuff. Oh, so God. that's cool. Yeah, I remember my friends uh, Bernie and Larry. Both of them. They just uh, Bernie definitely had a ton of uh, GI Joes and you know Star Wars and stuff like that. But I do remember you know now that we're talking about it, uh, Larry's bedroom. He had just stereo equipment and computers like all over the place. So it was just I don't know. He'd play like super cool music, and eventually by junior high we were like DJing dances together. <laughs> but uh but yeah that was always the coolest all right so we go on to charlie brewster and amy peterson making out on the floor next to the bed i just i had a note here i love how we heard the screams and blood squirts coming from the tv as we pan down to this bed and these sounds are like mixed in with moans and lip smacks now a couple days ago probably at this point i talked about um we talked about the the kissy noise from the movie but these, oh, these lip smacks. I mean, it's like my kryptonite. I just like, I have my earbuds in watching yeah. this movie, going, it's oh. <laughs> just yeah. like inside somebody's mouth. That's gross. Yeah. yeah. Well, we should mention that as the camera pans, you're not really sure where the kissing is coming yeah. from, right? Because we're seeing sort of a shot over the bed, and you realize, oh, it's because they they're in between the wall on the floor. <laughs> but no way would I've been allowed to have a girl in my bedroom mm. as a kid. No way. And the, and the script uh, actually no. says they're both sixteen. It's definitely not time to close the door and let them do whatever. No, that's that's prime teenage yeah. boner time. <laughs> yes. I just want to mention, okay, so the we have from the TV, and now your host, Peter Vincent, and then we hear our Friday night, which is awesome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, did you ever uh, watch any of these old school late night movie hosts at all? <laughs> There's a couple that um, Joe Bob Briggs, do you remember him at all? I do you remember that the name? name. I don't recall what network he was on. Weren't these um, on like USA, now. at least the ones on the cable? Yeah. But I, I swear a lot yeah. of these ones that you hear about really are like centralized to a certain area of the country and they're like public access, yes. you know? Yeah, I, I never really got to enjoy any of those. I, I just saw Joe Bob Briggs was one, you know, if you don't know his shtick, he, he watch edited, you know, for TV versions of horror movies and kind of make fun of them and uh, in between commercials sort of talk about the scene or something else. And then there was another one. Also, it was USA. Rhonda Shear. Do you remember her? Oh, yes. Is this uh, USA Up Up All all Night? night? (laughs) Yes, my friend. I always wanted to stay up with Rhonda, but I probably never could. Maybe like once in a while. (laughs) Rhonda Shearer might have been one of my first sort of crushes. You know, she walked around in a bra the whole time. I don't even remember if she was was showing horror movies or not. I just remember her. We salute you. Showing. We had Vampira and Elvira. Uh, I wish I had seen any of that. Commander USA, I think, is one that sounded familiar. But yeah, MST3K kind of took that format and did their own thing with it. You know, in the 90s, we have uh, the Crypt Keeper. And another one that I, I, I think he must, I think he replaced Ronda Shear because uh, Gilbert Gottfried um, did That's it for right. a while. I think my biggest memory of late night horror movie TV hosts would be somebody from a movie like a fright night or something, you know, like, like watch right. somebody watching one of these on TV. Cause I, I, I don't think I ever really watched it. Matter, matter of fact, I think as a, as a, as a kid, I wasn't much into horror or probably just was sheltered. So we should move on. Uh, Charlie struggles with Amy's clothes, but she tries to distract him by saying his favorite host is on the TV I love the, uh, you know, but you love him. And then Charlie saying like Dracula, like, but I love you more. Just Charlie trying his best to get the second base as uh, then we go to the TV and the action kind of cuts to Peter 
in the present day and he is introducing and this is where he he does say the title blood castle and he says it's one of his favorites for very good reason sorry the minutes ended there we don't know the reason we're gonna have to find out tomorrow <laughs> i'm minute five a friday minute all right well everybody thanks for listening quick shout out to the guys behind the movies by minute phenomenon that's alex and pete from star wars minute also if you want to uh find more podcasts that covers uh movies minute by minute please visit movies by minutes.com we're gonna be back tomorrow with more fright night but until then please follow us on twitter at fright night min send your feedback to fright night minute at gmail.com and please rate review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts he's a vampire a what (laughs) (laughs) you're so cool brewster